0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America N.A., member FDIC. Ooh, 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 ooh. The pandemic has a new symptom that is sweeping the nation right now. Spring fever. Everybody wants to go outside. This is my new outdoor set. Last weekend over Memorial Day, we saw just how ready people are to get out. Uh, They want to do something, anything. So it's really no surprise that some of the stay-at-home stocks like Zoom, Amazon, Netflix, they've started to chill a little. And some of the great outdoor stocks are on fire, biking, camping, kayaking, fishing, fishing anything to get out of the house. And of course, industries that rely on crowds like airlines and theme parks may not be the first place that people are headed, but the great outdoors is open for business. So today on Dumb Money Live, we're going to explore the stocks that we think have the biggest upside as people rush back to the great outdoors. This is Dumb Money Live with Chris Camillo, Dave Hanson, and Jordan McLean. Streaming live on YouTube, we are Dumb Money. Hey there, Dave here, along with Chris and Jordan, we are Dumb Money. Welcome to the show. Thank you for tuning in, being one of the first to tune in. Do us a favor, destroy the like button, post a comment, share a tweet, do whatever you can to let YouTube know that we're on the air right now. It really does help and we do appreciate it. So guys, what do we do? I I haven't sold off any of my stay-at-home stocks because I see them as long-term winners and I want them in my portfolio, but there are a handful of outdoor stocks that I've already bought, including one that I guarantee you haven't thought of as an outdoor stock. It's time to compare notes this morning. We're gonna start maybe with what you're doing with stocks like Amazon, Netflix, and Spotify. Have you you made any changes? Uh, No. No? i thought chris you know, did, didn't you, you sell, sell off some of your um spotify
1: wait who had spot i didn't even i have... didn't have not spotify, spotify. shopify shopify
2: there you go
0: yeah my you okay
2: know, so here's what happened my brain is just uh, barely
0: getting started after being out on the uh <laughs> let me show you. so this isn't is isn't this morning. the
2: greatest though by the way that is so great. I'm jealous. I'm getting a green screen next week, dude. I'm getting one.
0: <laughs> well, we could we could put each other side by side. We could like go rowing or something.
2: Dave, it's great, but it's not nearly as great as your thumbnail this week, man. I, I don't I don't know how young our viewers viewers are or how much they appreciate that movie, The Great Outdoors. But like that was absolutely genius, man. I love it. Thank mm-hmm.
0: you. Yes, I, I a, a lot of effort goes into uh, keeping this show kind of entertaining and this is what we're talking about the great outdoors can you guys see that yeah that's the thumbnail <laughs> <laughs> so Classic. here's
2: here, and, and by the way if if you if you if you're promoting all the changes we've been making did you see that shot of my new studio i mean how professional how like disorganized professional does that studio look well it compared it looks to what it, used to look like? it looks amazing
0: but i think your uh, backlight just burned out you might need to recharge it
2: <laughs> oh, I can do that in a minute. Um, I'll I'll get the plug for it. Um, okay. It, so it it took us thirty minutes
0: morning, to uh, get your camera in place this morning, and it's I'm always gonna, a when challenge.
2: You start talking to me. I'll go, I'll go get the plug for it. All right. So yesterday morning, I woke up a little late because I you know I'm up till four a.m. doing research every night on our trades, and I woke up to my count being down. Six hundred and fifty thousand uh, dollars yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> it was a bad morning, and you know, weirdly enough, I felt so good about that because the last three and a half months have been so surreal. Like I absolutely deserved to just just get just get face slapped one day. Just one day, I needed. I needed to get just nailed, right? And it just it felt refreshing, kind of like a recession. is supposed to feel refreshing. It's supposed to make you kind of really dig in and think deep about how to cut cost and get more efficient, right? That is exactly what happened. So I went into my portfolio and I said, where can I shave off? Where am I a little, being a little ridiculous here? And my Shopify, as you know, I already sold half of it. I sold another 20% yesterday. Um, I sold... What else, Dave? What else I, sell? I sold? So a little Shopify, and I saw Oh, Twilio. I sold like twenty percent of Twilio. My Twilio yeah. But that, had, that felt, both of those had really such
0: a big run up. You were basically just taking some profit in great calls early on, right?
2: Yeah. Oh my gosh. I mean, it, it, listen. It just got to a point where the information dissemination on those stocks is creeping towards what we call information parity, right? When when the market is at parity with what we believe to be uh, market-moving information for a sector of equity. So, you know, the, by the way, the exit, everyone asks about exit. Exits aren't all or nothing. It's not like, hey, I'm exiting, uh, you know, our recreational motorsports this week. We might start to exit it, but we'll exit it over a period of time as we think the market starts to appreciate the storyline um, or fully that information gets fully disseminated amongst the market. But what happened was yesterday, I was so disappointed well, I, but again I felt it felt right. It felt like I needed to get hit and I, I just put a smile on my face and I had a great day and I didn't even look at the market for a few more hours and this in the afternoon it was about an hour before the market closed. Mm-hmm. I looked at my account and it was up significantly for the day. It went from being down 650 to I think I closed the day up 170 or 165. It's just I don't deserve this. this is the insane. swings that you this yeah. morning. And what happened this morning? GAN? Are you kidding me, GAN? Like, we were confident on the GAN trade. It was the first high conviction trade we've had since what? Pe- oh, Peloton. Well, actually, was Logitech high conviction? That was like medium to high. What? Uh, Logitech was uh, medium. Peloton was high. So, we're we just, it's insane. I didn't expect GAN to do this in the first 48 hours. That's insane, no. guys. It's insane. So,. And yet I feel a little... There's Jordan shaking his head. I feel a little bad for Jordan. He didn't get in. Sorry, man. <laughs> <But> <laughs> you're right here with us. You're listening to the excitement. You saw the show. You were in the show. You're By the way, Jordan had, had an awesome media quote today. Guys, we need to start uh, a Dumb Money in the News section of our Discord group. Guys, if you haven't joined our Discord group, it's amazing. Uh, in that Discord group, which is what? DumbMoney.tv forward slash Discord to, yes. to get invited. Uh, we had an article that came out this uh, yesterday or today on Benzinga. So thanks, Benzinga. You guys are awesome. I, I love Benzinga. Uh, they had an article about the best ways to monetize sports betting, and they covered our show, and they covered a few of our quotes plus some additional quotes that I put out about GAN. So if you haven't read that article, Dave, we got to put that in there somewhere in the Discord group for Benzinga.
0: We'll, we'll create a little uh, channel just about news articles that we've – that our mentions end up in. I think that'll be a good place. We've had place three
2: articles this week. We've been in Bloomberg twice this week. Uh, Matt Levin's one of the biggest Bloomberg journalists. He, he put an article and, and quoted us and called us YouTube, YouTube stars, which is insane on Bloomberg. So, <laughs> <laughs> anyway. It's, it's um, kind of like,
0: well, you've always uh, wanted to be called a YouTube star more, more than, more than uh, any of us. You want to be a star.
2: Oh, it's just, <laughs> it's the dream, right? I mean, it's the dream. Who wants, I'm, I'm here, here to help
0: to make, make it happen fun, for you.
2: YouTube is even more fun. Okay, <laughs> well, let's get back to it. So uh, that was this morning. Now again, and but we're talking about outdoor trades, right? So yes.
0: So uh, let's God, let's we start got so though. Many. We we you know I was I was kind of wanting to start with what you have already traded. So we we got past that. So there there really are so many companies, and I have a list of things that I bought. I know that you bought a few. Um, you bought a yeah. few leading up to yesterday. Um, I know that you got into Yeti. A few days ago, uh, yeah, that's one of those. Into,
2: last I, week, I got into Yeti.
0: I brought my Yeti to the beach with me this morning. I'm I'm on the beach now, so it's, it's awkward just, sitting in an office chair at the beach. But
2: can I say something about Yeti? Please, I do not like the investment long term. Okay, I do I do not want to own Yeti long term. I do not want – Yeti is like a critical part of the summertime – this is the summertime outdoor trade. It's like the ultimate outdoor trade. Uh, It's part of our basket. And I hate using the word basket because I feel it's so lazy. But to us, this outdoor trade truly is a sector trade. We don't do sector trades very often. We did one, what, last week with our power sports, recreational power sports. Mm -hmm. That was a sector trade. How often do we talk about sector trades on dumb money? It's insane, but this is a this is an unusual time right now that we're in. It is, so- and
0: and I think Yeti, while it isn't directly making sporting goods or anything like that, they're they're a product that kind of transcends a bunch of different sports and activities and boating and hunting and like you, you kind of anytime you're outside for an extended period and you want to keep your cold drink, you're going to have one of these. This this might be and it's it's. Kind of one of those higher priced Apple type brands where the product is, has been duplicated by other people probably better than anyone, you know, you're not going to duplicate an Apple iPad, but. This this is something that anyone could do. Yeah, know, well, it's right?
1: not just that. I mean, it's coolers. They've got apparel. They've got all sorts of stuff. And people, I mean, people flock to it for whatever reason it is. I don't. I buy the bargain the bargain brand. <laughs>
2: of course you do. I do, Jordan. I do too, man. I'm all about the knockoff Yeti. It's like yeah. they're the same exact thing. a third the price and that's why i do not like yeti as a long-term investment but you know what this summer anyone that makes anything related to taking your drinks outside or keeping your drinks cool in your boat or on a camping trip or at the lake house or just out by the pool is going to kill it and none of those other stocks are public yeti is so like i never thought i would ever invest in yeti and here i am for, for, let's call it for the summer, right? Uh, a, a it's Vignette. definitely,
0: yeah. It's a it's a summertime play, and you can see they're actually they were down a little bit earlier today because they announced a secondary offering at a price of thirty two sixty five, and uh, that that actually brought them down. But they're now back at thirty two seventy two. So I actually bought some this morning on the pullback just mm. because it is this contemporary thing that I'd like to be in. I like the fact that they're an expensive aspirational brand. And I feel like right now we have people at home with stimulus money and not spending as much and not doing, they're not buying plane tickets. They're going, you know, in their cars to a campsite. And maybe this is the year that they'll say, we should really put a Yeti in our trunk now that we have a little bit more, uh, you know, disposable yeah, I mean, cash because we're not spending money got, anywhere
1: else. They've got such a strong brand name that, you know, I mean, they're selling apparel as well. I mean, they started out as a cooler company and now they've got this whole wide range wide array of products. It's kind of crazy. Um, and so that'd be the only reason I would get into it, but I still, I, you know,
0: I can't do it. Well, let's talk about some of the golf, uh, plays. So, you know, one of the, do you like this? This, this is actually, I'm still on the green screen, but this is a picture of my normal background. Anyway. yeah and if you
1: google trends golf right now it is through the roof all sorts of golf things um, not is. just dude jordan not just
2: golf if you google trend uh golf clubs which is i uh, you know our play it's our trade right it's yeah. so dave uh do you want to talk about the trade here
0: so th- there's a couple um i looked at golf g-o-l-f which is a company called ashunet holdings they, they basically make titleist uh balls and clubs. They also make pinnacle balls. Uh, they make foot joy shoes. That's, that's one that I didn't get in. Uh, the one I think that you're talking about, Chris, is ELY, which is Callaway, uh, golf clubs, balls, Travis Matthew apparel. But I think the reason that we picked that over just a pure play golf ball and club company is they are early investors in a concept called Top Golf, which exists in some markets. I think they have 50 or so locations now. And uh, that that to me is if you want to get together with a small group and go out somewhere that isn't an indoor restaurant, basically it's an outdoor driving range built into these structures outside where you're doing golfing games, like teeing into these physical, I, I don't know what you call it, like it's like, put, it's like putt. It's well, like putt they, but
1: for yeah. I mean, if you're living under a rock and you've never been to a top golf, they've got um, RFID chips in all of the golf balls, and then they've got um, readers out in, um, you know, the the grass, or I guess like in little buckets that if you hit, they can tell you exactly where your golf ball went. And they've got different games you play. Um, you don't just sit and hit golf ball after golf ball after golf ball like a traditional driving range. You go and you hit five balls at a time. Your buddy goes and hits five balls while you go chat with your friends, drink a beer, eat an appetizer, right? And so they, they, it's crazy,
0: and it's a fun outdoor experience, and it's a way to get together with uh, people but still be distancing, right? So I, I liked that as, as a part and a component, and it looked like they were like talking about IPOing this year, which just the news of that brought uh, Callaway, uh, ELY's stock up uh, earlier in the year. So and I don't, I don't know what happened to Chris. I think he's trying to plug he's in. He's trying these. to fix exactly. his light, I think.
1: <laughs> All right. Well,
0: it's, there we go. It looks like he's uh, back on a set. Do you like my beach set or no? Should I, should I switch back to being in a normal room? I like it. Okay. Well, we'll keep it on for now. Um, but yeah, so that's, that's the golf play. And I know that Chris bought Sorry. that uh, yesterday. I bought some this morning. Uh, let's look at the chart. I don't actually know what, what it's done this morning.
1: They're down a couple percent today.
0: Um, Are you talking about buy?
1: Callaway still?
0: Yeah. No, no, we moved on. Yeah, to to Callaway, Eli, Ely, E L Y.
2: Okay, here's here's the thing, guys. The reason why I think Callaway is most interesting because of that because of that. Obviously, Top Golf. Top Golf is the reason why Callaway really has underperformed uh, golf. Right, so. I. Uh, you know that's a big negative drag on the stock because obviously Top Golf has been closed, uh, zero revenue. So the valuation, or the assumed valuation of the Top Golf component of Calway is way down, and Calway has been dragged down because of Top Golf. Meanwhile, we think, and I don't know if you said this when I was gone. My lights plug back in. Uh, <laughs> you know, Top Golf is it not the ultimate? recreational social distancing thing to do this summer if you want to do something but still Man, I kind of think distanced. so
1: you're in you're in an open environment right you've got breezeways on the front and back of you um, the only issue is that you tend to go in a like a group of you know six to eight people and so maybe you maybe the party sizes get smaller and you're only going with like you know two to four people um, per day instead so maybe some of that is a little bit of a hamper um, but I would imagine they would be opening soon with businesses starting to open because um, at least like you said you're outside I so think, that's yeah. 90% it's of it's
0: kind of the ultimate way to have an outdoor activity that is also uh outdoor and social and kind of like the opposite of going to an inside restaurant i like it you yeah, about I, I, money
1: i, I, I mean you, like you get it. like I 4 absolutely. hour wait times in the summer it's crazy top
2: golf was killing it before this started oh, yeah. do you know We, you know, at the restaurant, we model ourselves after Topgolf, our bar, because at Topgolf, we kind of use the same platform to measure our alcohol every week to make sure that, you know, bartenders aren't, you know, doing things wrong or, you know, have too high of a ratio of overage. And at Topgolf, they evidently make all their bartenders pour like 10 shots before their shift. I guess with water and they measure them to make sure it's perfect before they start. And and their efficiency levels at their bars are like virtually almost a hundred percent efficiency in what they should be pouring. That's how good the management is there. And I'm so impressed with that. Um, but yeah. Topgolf, it's the ultimate summer social distance thing for people that want to do that. And there's so many people, as you know, at least in Texas who they just don't even care. They're not even social distancing at all. So like, I think Topgolf is going to kill it. Callaway I think is ideally positioned uh to kind of this is the summer of golf. I mean, come on, dude. It's never going to be better for them than this summer. If I'm ever going to own Callaway, and I'll probably never ever ever <laughs>
0: This own is a Callaway one-time one-time. Time. Yeah. No, I This I is t- when I
2: want
1: to own them. So, yeah, I got Yeah, my Callaway. my only concern is I thought and golf I, was I, like I on some this I, I, I love it. I I thought golf was on some sort of like long-term downswing. Is that it um is.
2: It, Jordan, it is. So, okay.
1: It is. Do you remember the story? So, one of my very first
2: private investments, the company I still have part ownership in, is uh, True Linkswear. It was a golf shoe company that we created yeah. from scratch. And, uh, you know, it's the first walking golf shoe. <clears throat> By the way, Dave, that's why I can't invest in the ticker golf because they have uh, Foot Joy, which is a competitor to us. But, you know, it's a small company, but we kind of killed it. We, we were a big deal for a couple of years at True Linkswear. And but where things got rough for us is when golf started to fall apart a few years ago. And I'm telling you, nobody in golf has done well the last few years. It has been a real struggle for the entire industry. You know, when when Tiger Woods kind of got out of the picture, golf, the whole sport fell apart, man. And I would never invest in a golf company because of that,
1: except during the great outdoors. Just this little short term summer of 2020. You got to get outside and do something.
0: And this and chart this we're looking and at right now, this is the Google Trends chart on just the word golf. And you can yes, see kind Google of just shot. a it's very cyclical kind of uh, peaks. But then, boom, we're we're way, way ahead of any other searches for golf.
2: And you know what's interesting about that, Dave, is that a lot of that pop has happened in the last three weeks. And when I kind of studied that Google, Google Trend chart, I saw that uh, just a big, big part of that pop was just in the last few weeks, right? So it's it's very recent. It's very recent. And as we know, it's getting really tough to identify trades that are outdoor trades because the rest of the market is kind of catching up uh, to some of our thesis. So we were slightly early, thank goodness, on the recreational motorsports trade. We got in right before the big, big yeah. hop. Um yeah.
1: But, but this is other
2: it. Stuff is getting tough.
0: Here's gotta, interest you in. You got to
2: think creatively. You can't think like the rest of the market. You got to go one layer deeper. You have to be more creative with your, your 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 ideation and your investment thesis on these trades. Otherwise, you can't just do what the rest of the market's doing. You got to have an information edge. You got to be quicker. I don't care if it's one day quicker, like it was with Gan, or or a week quicker, or three hours quicker. But you got to be quicker on these trades.
0: Absolutely. And so another one that that we're kind of looking at right now, the other thing that people are doing now more than ever is going on road trips, right? Chris, your vacation this year is a road trip. You're driving to Florida. My girlfriend dragged me to an RV dealership this uh, Memorial Day weekend. I talked to the people there and they said that they had just reopened and they were seeing unprecedented demand on Everything was selling out. They they couldn't keep inventory on the lot. Uh, the manufacturers had shut down, but had just recently re- reopened. So that there's there's a few of those to look at. Uh, Camping World is the largest retailer of RVs. Um, Dude, the,
2: that that stock is like literally doubled. I mean, that stock is insane. Yes. Well, and that's I really think
1: that, what kind of kicked off this whole thing is seeing that that thing shot up, right? And that, that was yeah. kind of the catalyst for us looking into all these. Oh, There's
2: so correct. Correct. Here is camping did world. we you talk a little bit more about that trip because th- that was insane. Your girlfriend made you drive three hours.
0: Three hours
2: to Austin. Yes. So look at <laughs> look at those RV things, man. And you came back the same day and had drinks with me and Amy out in our social distancing front yard party this weekend, uh, which was <laughs> awesome, by the way. But we need to do I that can't again. You made that that trip for that.
0: Well, she really wanted to see a specific brand and there was just one dealership in the state of Texas that carried it. It's, it's a camper that goes in the back of a, so that's, that's a trend that, that we've seen kind of over the past, I think, several years is the downsizing of RVs instead of the giant, uh, kind of bus van things. Uh, it's, it's downsizing into more towable and things that can be put in the back of a pickup truck. She should really join me, uh, to talk about this. But the yep. one that she wanted to see was, was a smaller one. And that is something that, uh, Camping World last week or two weeks ago on their, uh, earnings call said that they, um, have already been moving to. And they said that, that, that the first weekend in May, this was their call was on May 7th. The first weekend in May was their biggest weekend in the company's history. And they see that trend continuing. And that is why the stock did this and are we too late i think that that a lot of what we're talking about today on these outdoor trades is are we too late and is there some edge that yeah. we can find that that may not be out there in the market yet and i do have one yeah. and and we'll talk about that in a minute the
1: one that okay, i looked so at I, is uh, we have a
2: bunch today yeah. I mean, like the one that i looked at really for our pack with opportunities yeah. that again we are trading we're not financial advisors, so don't do what we do. We don't know what your risk tolerance is. Our risk tolerance is very high. Um, this is about learning how we think and how we strategize about investments, okay? This is not about you copying our trades because that can get you in a lot of trouble. So just please don't do that. Um, but this is about learning and a little bit of entertainment as well. Uh, now, Jordan, Dave, what, what was – I think Jordan was – about so, yeah, far? so the one like I was four, looking at was four... picks today. What's we that? talked about uh, Callaway, right? Callaway's yeah. our golf trade. We talked about um, what was the first trade we talked about? The Did big you?
0: One? Were you about to mention Thor? The, uh, the that's the other RVs. They're the biggest manufacturer yeah, that's of what RVs. I was
1: talk about. Okay, Jordan. We were, we were yeah, just about I mean, RVs. so Thor Industries. I mean, they make Airstream. Um, so that's kind of a towable. It's a, I think that's a uh, like an aspirational towable because it's it's like kind of hip and uh, pretty expensive. Um, but I just didn't know. I mean, when I, you know, I was looking at this a few weeks ago, and I wish out, you know, in hindsight, it's 2020. But um, I was actually talking to somebody on the on the, our Discord, um, Duncan Bannon, about it, and he was thinking how I was thinking, and it's, uh, you know, are people rushing out and buying these big ticket items like an RV right now, or are they going out and renting and, um, you know, doing other things? Um, because you know, obviously we're in a pretty tough financial situation, and um, a lot of people are. But apparently, people are buying. Uh, and they are, people are buying the stock because right now it's about at the all-time high for uh, Thor Industries. Well, this is this is Thor. Time, yeah,
0: this th- is Thor in
1: a five-year
0: recently. chart. But yeah, th- they you know they were uh, this is, we're, we're at pre-pandemic levels with Thor again. Yeah.
1: That's, yeah.
0: And are they going to get back yeah. to where they were in 2018? It's it's hard to say. But they, in addition yeah. to Airstream. Well, they also do make a, a numerous other brands. They have a 37% market share in the U.S., 26% in Europe. They are kind of the leader. This isn't the brand that uh, I was shopping for. She wanted this little thing that fits in the back, which I was surprised. They're only like twenty thousand dollars, so that's like only. And I don't know that that does that seems high for something that you're not going to use that much, but uh, low for something that you actually could live in.
2: Um, I'm not in Thor yet. Okay, I am thinking about it. I ha- just hadn't pulled the trigger on it. I'm thinking about it. Okay, um, I, I have more research to do on.
0: Yes, just, just for the record, and I will Here's update a- the Discord with with my trades. But I did buy both Camping World and Thor this morning. Okay,
1: hey, here you but, go.
0: But I but um, I didn't buy the you, other did. outdoor stocks. I was feeling left I, I left out on things like uh, Dorel Industries, our big biking trade. Uh, that makes all those brands like Cannondale and stuff. I, I stayed away and I lost. And by the way, Avis—that I gave you a hard time—I think at the end of last show, Avis was up thirty percent yesterday or something, just insane. After I was calling you a crackhead yes. for buying it, so congratulations. I love it when someone on the show makes money.
2: Okay, so hey David, five percent pullback about Avis because you're talking about you know this is the great outdoors, right? And so. How many RVs are going to get bought? Probably a ton of RVs. But how many RVs are out there to even buy or rent this summer? Not that many, okay? So the RVs are going to run out pretty quick. And the next step is you got to rent a car, right? Like, you might take your own car, but you might not want to put the miles on it. Or you might live in a city where you don't own a car. Or you might want a car that's a little bigger and more comfortable for the road trip, not the sports car or the little efficiency car that you drive around town. So I think rental cars on the consumer side, the leisure side – are going to have a reasonably good summer. And, the I mean, Avis is clobbered, man. I mean, Avis got clobbered because Hertz went bankrupt. But I think the Hertz bankruptcy is actually going to help Avis. So, like, I love Avis. Avis is a really strong trade for me. I'm actually super excited about the Avis trade this summer, guys. Um, it's one of my bigger trades for the summer, quite honestly. And and the great outdoors. It's, like, one of my favorite great outdoors trades that I've made here. Um, I, 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 just, I love it. Um by the way, uh, speaking of bikes, Jordan, did you do any more work on that Shimano trade? I know people in the Discord group were talking about it. Do you think there's anything there? I mean, they, they, they're they like in the right place for everything, not just
1: bikes, but like... Yeah, so all- actually, um, hold on, let me look this up real quick. So I was actually talking to somebody, uh, because I wasn't even thinking about this. I was talking to Dr. Butterfingers, maybe, on uh, on uh, the Discord channel about... Um, because It's not just bikes, it's also the... Um, the electric bikes that are really hot right now. Um, So you can get electric assist bikes. We had this lady drop off our um, uh, Costco groceries two days ago. And she was talking about the reason that she got this Instacart job was so that she could pay for her electric bike um, that cost her like $1,500. Anyways. So we started thinking about what are the, what are the companies that are making motors for these things? Uh, Because beyond just normal components and normal things for bicycles, you know who's doing that, and it turns out Shimano also makes um, an electric motor. They're not the biggest; that's Bosch, um, which you know Bosch does so much that I don't know if electric motors from uh, bicycle sales are really going to move the needle there. But yeah, I mean, uh, what is the, the problem? Is Shimano's already made such a big move; we might have missed it. Jordan, what's dude, the ticker Jordan, symbol on this but they're Shimano? Also, in
2: fishing, like they, yeah, you know, they are are yeah. it in
1: every category. It's like, right.
2: I, dude, they're, they're half their companies in biking; the other half's in fishing. And then, wait for it, they do rowing, which I have zero interest in rowing. Yeah. But in the, the summer of the great outdoors, like if there was ever a time that rowing is going to have a moment, yeah, this also, has got to be the moment, right? Like yeah. this has do, to they be also the moment for rowing too. Forward, so yeah. like it's the trifecta yeah. Yeah. of the great outdoors, right? right? Yeah. You got, I feel like – and I overlook Shimano, but maybe I'm going to buy some right now. I don't know. Like it's well, just funny thing is when you were talking because because I you feel need, like I don't want to miss yeah. out. On the seems like such an obvious trade, and I know they're up, but guys, this is as good. I feel like this is as good as these companies will ever have it. Does that make sense? Like, they
1: will never see a time like this again. Um, And we were talking about Durrell Industries. I looked at Shimano and I just passed it up. I think maybe they had already recovered to 100% of their pre pandemic level, and they've just blown right past it, right? So. Mm That's that's Shimano's. my fault for missing out on that. I should I should have known better.
2: Shimano's really high, and I yeah. just bought some. Uh, because are you I, I are you buying
0: more cars. on the show again?
2: I never bought it. I just I just I just got my position in Shimano because I didn't get much. I mean, got I got bought two thousand shares because it's so lightly traded. They only traded like ten thousand shares today. It's an it's ADR, an so It's like yeah. Okay. So Uh,
0: I do have a public service announcement. I know that we're all having trouble hearing each other today. So Chris, you're talking over Jordan. There was a comment on the last video that I was interrupting Jordan and I didn't realize it. So I have cranked up my earpiece way higher. Chris, you need to pay attention when Jordan's talking because somehow your microphone's louder than his and he gets muted out.
2: I I don't. How do I crank up my earpiece? I don't even know how to do that.
0: It's uh. It would be whatever whatever you're plugged into.
1: I think it's probably your Mac Mini. Yeah. You just do you, Chris. Don't worry about
2: it all. (laughs) (laughs) Every why does everybody always looking out for Jordan on the show? Like I've never seen a negative comment on Jordan. Everyone's like let jordan talk more let him see That's you want to know why wording. because I he's everyone's favorite article and jordan had his quote i was
1: like yeah dude <laughs> i'm everybody's, was third, I'm favorite. Never I'm everybody's it. third favorite third <laughs> favorite
0: well i think everyone's first favorite because i specifically had a call out for me over talking over you i was going to pull up the comment and see if i could find it but uh
2: <laughs> watch out dave <laughs> okay so listen. This episode is a difficult episode because a lot of these outdoor trades are becoming obvious, and you we really have to make decisions how much more juice is left in some of these outdoor trades. So again, we have to think strategically. We have to get one step ahead. I think we have a couple more calls here that I think are really interesting. Jordan, I want you to talk about one of them. Because no, I want to talk.
1: I want to. I want to talk about. I saw a comment fly by um, that I want to talk about. Somebody mentioned Airbnb for an outdoor stock trade, and I kind of agree. Um, the problem is you can't really just readily invest in them. I think Dave might have invested. Dave in them. owns um, in, them. In the, yeah, yeah. yeah so, I, so Dave actually did. Dave, Dave thought about this a long time ago and, and invested in them um, in the private market. But as close as you're going to get to them right now is Expedia, just because they own. Uh, VRBO and home away right and so those that's really the only other choice to go um at least on a big um on a big scale to go rent um somebody's home right which i think is a better i think tons of people are wanting to do that right now because you're going to a home the chances that it's had you know hundreds of people flow through it in the last month are pretty low maybe one or two people you can bring your clorox wipes you feel pretty isolated and safe um, this environment. So I think, you know, I think um, home rentals are going to be through the roof this summer. I know I'm going to personally do it. Uh, I think Chris is looking at doing a, a VRBO thing also um, sometime late this summer. Uh, but yeah, Expedia on that one.
0: I bought. Um, so the reason I got into uh, Airbnb in the first place is it is kind of my preferred way of staying. I, I, I like, Nice hotels, but, um, we've done a few trips to big cities where the, the hotel inventory was, this was, this was long ago, but the hotel inventory was, was full, like for last minute trips. And some of the Airbnbs that I've stayed in are far superior to hotels. You just have more space. It's your own space. So I've, i've been a big fan of the concept for a while i 'm not sure that I would have um, gotten into it going into a lockdown pandemic, but <laughs> we're kind of at a at a turning point where if you want to get out and you want to do something, you don't want to maybe stay in a in a i'm kind of torn because I like the idea of hotels being professional and knowing how to clean and sanitize and you know you can bring your own sheets or whatever but Airbnbs are personal, and you can basically own the space and know that you don't have to go through a, an elevator or a common lobby or any of those kind of things to get to. So I like that.
2: And, and yeah, I also I like how investing my in Expedia right now. Expedia is like one of the ultimate kind of, we call them vaccine trades or bounce-back trades if we continue to get good news on vaccine progress. And that's because the, the stock has gotten beaten down so much. And by investing in Expedia... You get this bonus great outdoors trade along with it, and and what we mean by that is a big, you know, reasonably reasonably big part of Expedia, um, which is VRBO and HomeAway. Um, I mean, it's not the majority of their sales, but it's 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 a needle mover for them. I think they're going to have a really good summer. I think I think every one of these home rentals globally is going to be sold out this summer and they're going to kill it this summer. And it's not that it's the company is going to kill it because no one thinks that Expedia or Booking.com or any of these companies are going to kill it, but it might help it do a little bit better than people are initially expecting. Um, and I just think you just get this really nice bonus. You get to combine our vaccine bounce-back trade with a uh, summertime great outdoors trade. You get a two-for-one in Expedia. So I, I own Expedia. I bought Expedia for that reason. I love it. Jordan, I love it, man. And Dave, yeah. congrats on owning it. Air- I mean, Airbnb did just get killed last quarter with their valuation. Yeah. But you did make a – I think long-term, you, you have a good investment in Airbnb and you know that company way better than we do because you stay at those around the world.
0: And oh, yeah, that's right. In Barcelona. I loved my Airbnb. So I stayed for a I think two weeks in a hotel and two weeks in a uh, private residence. I thought I had such a better experience in being a part of, you know, right in the right neighborhood, right in the right you know center of the activity. I love it. But
2: I'm not going to be doing gonna, that for I'm a while. I want to do a call out. I want to do a call out for your channel because Dave, when he did his uh, summer tour last year, he he did 27 episodes of his summer trip. They were like five to 10 minute episodes on on Hey there, Dave here, um, which is his YouTube channel, and it is the cr- most fun thing to watch. It's better than Netflix. Like me and Amy, every night we'd watch like four or five of them, and we felt like we were traveling through Europe uh, with you guys and <laughs> It was amazing. Like, if you haven't seen... You guys got to go to his channel and watch all... Do you have a compilation, Dave, where it just shows all 27 or whatever? There the is.
0: Yeah. So I set up a playlist um, where you can, like, watch all of them. Uh, I, haven't, I haven't been on this. So 40, it was actually 42 episodes, not 20 whatever, but... It was it was a great trip, and if you want to watch all of them, forty two days in Europe is the uh, playlist to uh, watch, and it's all highly edited. It it's done in uh, vlog style. It was really my first attempt at being a YouTuber, so it was a lot of fun, and it kind of was the stepping point. You. You, Chris, I think, liked watching these so much that you wanted to be a YouTuber yourself. And you're like, well, what can we do? Well, we, why don't we just bring cameras to these meetings that we go to? We we were at that point, like, going to WeWork every day to sit around in the lounge area and talk about all the companies that we want to invest in, talk about the stocks. And that kind of became Dumb Money. So that's, hey there, Dave here, is the uh, original Dumb Money. And I'm (laughs) still, uh, I haven't made a video in, like, two months. I feel really bad. Thank you for the thirty-seven thousand people who are subscribers over there. I will make another video. I'm just not sure what or when.
2: <laughs> okay, I, guys, I have a trade. I just I've been waiting to talk about this whole episode. I, I want to talk about it. It's it's one, another one of my favorite great outdoor trades, and it's so not obvious. That is it, it would the be an outdoor trade? Okay, but let's talk about Chelsea Corner, my restaurant. Okay, and I'm just so, I'm just
0: Chelsea I'm not revealing Corner. what the search term is here, but this is a trend chart that is reflective of what you're about to talk about. So there there are spikes, seasonal spikes, but look at that current uh, uptick on this particular search. We'll tell you what it is.
2: Okay, so uh, I'm pleasantly surprised how well we're doing at Chelsea Corner because we have one of the biggest patios, our backyard in town. And we've been packing that patio, not packing it, socially distanced, six feet apart, every table. But we've been, you know, max capacity on the outdoor part of our restaurant. And people are there day and night, and guess what they're drinking nonstop? Margaritas, man. Like, this is the summer of the margarita. And I think there's something about tequila and margaritas that make people feel like just for a few hours that times are good again, right? It's like a way to forget about everything that's been going on the last few months. And so Diageo uh, has Don Julio, which is— I'm a big tequila guy. I love Don Julio. And Casamigos, which is like the hottest tequila brand in the world right now, it's, it's a bit astonishing to watch what Casamigos has done over the past couple of years in terms of their marketing effort. Uh, they are just killing it. So I think they Diageo is really well positioned as part of the great outdoor trade of 2020. It's all about outdoors drinking margaritas tequila and I think Dave I don't know if you showed the chart for tequila or Don Julio whatever or Margarita did you show the chart for Margarita this yet? this is a
0: this is an overlay of, of a bunch of them so uh, tequila is in blue Don Julio is in red Margarita recipe is in yellow there's a big spike there and Margarita so this this here that you're seeing at the end is insane
2: it's dude Margarita man. Summer 2020, that's what it's about. I'm investing in uh, Diageo. Listen, they've already come back pretty hard, but I think there's more room. Um, it's it's an awesome, awesome brand segment for Diageo that I think is going to kill it this summer. Um, so that's another one of my outdoor trades. And yeah, I one in one I well. yeah, I got into Diageo as well.
0: Yeah, I got into that as well. I, I and, and that's the one that is the... That's, that's our secret trade. I don't think anyone is thinking of that as an um, outdoor trade. Now, they are or thinking of it as a comeback TV. trade. Constellation trade Brands, we've talked well, about it really
1: that. really is. Yeah. Um, uh, here's one we can talk about. Um, it's Garmin. I was talking to a few people uh, uh, on our uh, Discord channel, um, A-I-M-A-R. I don't, um, anyways, I was talking to him. I, this is one of those that my bias kind of overtook me because... I'm a I'm a cyclist. Everybody that I know is just a pure cyclist, and so everybody stopped using Garmin completely, and they've switched over to another company, private company, Wahoo. Um, so I've pretty much just blocked Garmin out of my mind as being something that, you know, is not really something that I want to invest in. But what I've failed to pay attention to, is that for triathletes and runners. Garmin is huge, right? So Garmin, um, they make these um, GPS-enabled watches to where if you're a triathlete, you can do all of it. You can do, it'll track your cycling, it'll track your running and your swimming. Um, and I think people think they look cool. They're like kind of big, bulky um, GPS watches. Um, and they've, they've done pretty well through this. I, th- I, I think they could you know, maybe run a little bit more um, because I think people are buying um, these watches right now. Um, and they still do fine in cycling. Just, you know, they're I see them... It was kind of as a neutral in cycling. Um, where I where I'm worried about is, uh, you know, their car GPSs. You know, I don't think that that's probably not doing very well right now. Yeah, I would think that that, that probably, and that's what I don't like about
2: Garmin is I think yeah. they're going to get. I, I think they'll probably see a lift in in you know their things for runners and triathletes and stuff. Yeah. But I think they'll get crushed on anything they're doing for automotive right now. Um, and the fact that they were. Not a great company going into this whole thing makes me think that they're not going to have a lot of investor support coming out of it. So anyone that trades Garmin kind of as a, you know, a summertime outdoor trade here is going to like jump the gun to take profits on it. Right. And that's something that we're paying close attention to in terms of our exit strategy. I think the exit strategy on these companies who have a little more flexibility on companies that are perceived as strong prior to the last few months Um, in terms of being able to stick with them a little bit longer. It's going to be less about short-term investors and a little more about longer-term investors that see this as just simple.
0: I think we lost them. Well, anyway, longer-term investors may um may see that this is their their longer-term chart though, and they actually have been doing well, like better that better than yeah. I thought. And if they can they're, bounce they back to that level,
1: yeah, they do have some competitors coming after this watch line too. Though, I was just looking at G-Shock actually came out with uh, with a GPS watch that people that um, triathletes are really into right now. Um, and so you know, even though I think they're probably the number one in that um, fitness watch category right now, they, you know. It might not always stay that way. Yeah, I,
2: I'm, I'm out on Garmin, but I get it. It's, it's definitely. I think. Are you gonna? Are you in on that, Jordan?
1: I don't know. I'm watch. I'm watching it. I, I could see myself buying it. Um, just you know, with how established they are in that watch game. Um, but you know, I, I kind of want some more insight in what's happening in their auto division. Yeah,
2: so um, I, I would be curious of that as well on the auto side because that's the thing that honestly really makes me nervous for Garmin right now. Um, um, it, we talk uh, according about- to the Post-
0: comments uh, the auto related is only six percent of their uh, revenue, so we we need to do a little more research on that because yes. yeah. I I would I would be interested in getting into Garmin if I if I'm confident in what they have done in other arenas and i just i just need to look into it more but just looking at a stock chart if they can get back to where they were trading before they still can go from what 80 to 100
2: um yeah and it's like the g trend chart certainly is not impressive for just the, the you know the top brand you know top line brand of garmin for sure it's pretty weak considering yeah. but i'm not super excited about it um, can we talk about boats for a second uh, yes. i know we talked about this a lot on our last ep- two, few episodes ago, recreational yeah. motorsports. But it is also kind of part of, you know, the outdoor trade. So, uh, you know, one thing I noticed on our Discord channel, and I didn't mark who put it down, but someone put a G-Trend chart for Freedom Boat Club. Freedom Boat Club is like this huge, um, it's like kind of boat rentals or boat sharing or something like that around the country for for kind of, I think it's just boat rentals, I think I believe. Um, but man, that G trend chart is through the roof, which makes me go back and think that you know we had a lot of these small motorcraft trades. Um, but maybe there's some trades in some of the other boat makers like Brunswick. Um, you know, Brunswick has recovered mostly, but I think boating is an area that I would want to pay attention to, and it's something I'm going to look more into. Over the next few days, I still have more research to do.
1: Brunswick is interesting because they um, make—I think—well, they um, they make a lot of uh, outboard engines. They make um, engine conversions for um, inboard outboard boats, and uh, they've got a few boat brands themselves. Um, So that's you know that's one that I actually passed on buying um, and bought Polaris instead. um, Which hey, both have done great, but I could have I could have bought both um, a few weeks ago.
2: Um very so similar there's a couple moves more, back up. Yeah,
1: yeah. A couple more I want to
2: talk about. One of them is one I invested in, the other is one I did not invest in. Let's talk about the one I did not invest in first. And quite honestly, I am totally upset with myself for not trading this because this is a stock that I have been tracking every single spring for like the last I don't know how many years I, I, I do analysis, data analysis every spring to see if I should pull the trigger on this stock. And I think I have once or twice in the past for short-term trades. But this, out of all the springs to do it, this was the one. This was the year I should have done it. But I was so distracted doing deep dive research on all the other stocks we've been talking about over the last 90 days and all these market trades that I didn't have the time to do my research on Pool, which is the world's largest swimming pool company. They own like 350 swimming pool-related brands and by the time I got around to it, I feel like I missed it because it's just such an obvious trade on the great outdoors. Yeah. And I, I just – I don't want to trade it here, man. I just – I don't – I missed the boat. I'm not pulling the trigger on it. Is it going to benefit this summer? They're going to crush this summer. Yeah. Um, but is everyone – does everyone already know that? Yeah, I feel like everyone already knows that, man. I mean I think – I'm not one to trade on price. But I think the cats out of the bag that swimming pool, you know, swimming pool sales uh, and swimming pool everything. It's really about swimming pool accessories. And like if you're stuck in your backyard all summer, you're spending like five times what you normally would on like just anything that's related to the swimming pool, right? And yeah. they have all these things at pool uh, that they sell and distribute and they just they private label all this stuff for other brands.
0: And pool is a company that, that I think you're right. The cat is out of the bag. I feel like pool is one that I was seeing in news stories weeks ago that I was just like, ah, that I don't, I don't know, but I missed the boat on that one too. They, they do swimming pool supplies, equipment, chemicals. They do spas, grills. They have residential and commercial customers. They're, I think a good company, but like, like you say, I think we don't trade on price, but they've already recovered. That's that's a long term chart that we're looking at.
1: Man, that's a killer chart.
0: <laughs> I mean, I wish I had invested in them in 2016, but
1: uh,
2: no, don't
1: go all <laughs> Yeah. dude. But
0: the other one. So we we were talking. You you mentioned boating. We didn't talk about Winnebago when we were talking about RVs, but in addition yeah. to them having the towable and motorhome version of RVs, they also have Chris Craft boats as one of their brands. So that's just another one that I didn't buy, but I looked into when I was, uh, when I was doing my research. I went with Thor for the manufacturer side and Camping World for the, um, for the, uh, sales side, the, the distributorship side. And, uh, but Winnebago is another one that, that I would look at and, and they do have exposure in boating as well.
2: Okay. So, um,
0: and on the swimming pool trade, the other one that, uh, you know, since we missed the boat on pool, what is the thing that you do, Chris, when you're, you know, you're installing this above ground or halfway sunken into the ground pool for a temporary summertime, uh, splash for your kids. What are you? What are you needing to do? You're going to build some decking, right? You need to build something. I the-
2: am built. Our buddy Ryan Osborne is showing up with his crew next week and building decking for me, uh, and fake and you know fake turf. Um, and also, guess what came in the mail yesterday? Um, my new lounge chairs for the pool, right? And so, like, by the way, I bought those lounge chairs. I think i from Walmart or Wayfair, but they're like, you can get the nicest lounge shares for like 230 bucks, you know? And I feel bad. Cause like, I'm all about restoration hardware as an investor, but there's no way I was paying 1500 bucks a lounge share, restoration hardware. Not I'm the exact same. Have it, okay? I, I have, no. I, got... <laughs> way... I get all my stuff on Amazon. I'm, well, I'm... I, I looked at that. So that's what I did. I looked at Amazon Wayfair target, and Walmart basically and also Costco.com and Sam's Club.com. That that's where I look for lounge shares and I feel that everyone's doing the same thing and they are starting to sell out. I tried to buy you know those umbrellas that like the ten foot umbrellas with the nice umbrella like you know fabric that doesn't fade. I looked for those, and they are selling out. The good ones are se- like the good priced ones are selling really? out everywhere. Like you glad probably have I'm glad one I more week up
1: last year. <laughs>
2: what you probably have one more week to buy this stuff before it's sold out at every store in the world and online e-commerce shop in the world. Like that's how hot this merchandise is right now. Yeah. So, Dave, were you going to say there's a trade? On decking material? Well, I
0: it's one that we were actually talking to. I think it was in the comments of a YouTube video. Um, that company that makes the wood alternative decking. There's there's a few of them, but one of the trex. leaders. And this is one that that again we missed the trade because yeah. we were we were talking about it. But look what's happened. This is Trex. T R E X. Yes.
1: Man.
0: That's, there are po- there's their one year chart. How- and, and you're probably this getting Trex insane. installed in your backyard, right?
1: I don't know how I miss this one. I know four people. I know of four people that are putting in Trex decks right now. I don't know is why I didn't include think about me? Not including you. I didn't okay, know you were doing mine. Is Trex yeah. what yeah. you're using? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Trex. Yeah. So
2: here's the thing. This is what I'm talking about. There are not enough hours in the day <laughs> to arbitrage what is going on right now. We will not see another opportunity like this. I don't know for maybe twenty years. That's why I'm up till four in the morning every night. There's there's too much. I am so flustered with opportunity. There's so much pricing dislocation in this market right now. The Discord channel is insane, right? Because like there are people that are throwing up ideas, and every one of those ideas have potential. And there's just not enough hours in the day to research all this stuff. And it, it, it kills me that we missed that trade because that is so
1: obvious, Dave. That Jordan, that is so our thing. I like, know, I know. I, well, you know what's crazy? Okay. I, I didn't even realize Trex was a publicly traded company. I just thought it was like some random, you know. Random building supply.
0: Yeah, right. yeah. I, I did too and until so I this, saw their chart.
1: By, by the way, this
2: is what we talk about. This is, uh, you know, my book, Laughing at Wall Street, a lot of it's about observational awareness. It's about oh. making those connections in your brain that when you see and you read and you you're experiencing things, through other people, through culture, through social channels, like you have to constantly be connecting those things to th- investment thesis and opportunities that then you could vet, right? And so like I was on our Discord channel, I think yesterday or a day, couple days ago, and I would just like mark down a ticker every time someone mentioned something that was interesting. I was on it for five hours doing this. By the time I got done, there were like 26 tickers I marked down, that I had to then go and research you know how I, I will spend 60 hours researching one ticker like how do how do I research 26 <laughs> tickers it's insane it's driving me nuts right now but like that's how much opportunity there is in the market it's just absolutely amazing by the way one stock that I think people did talk about uh in on the discord was lumber liquidators uh you know we've traded floor and decor a few times in the past uh, it's interesting. I mean, it's, I, I, I haven't traded it, but again, it's, they're a company that is going to get knocked pretty hard because of the stall in home building, right? In construction. But, uh, is that their stock chart, Dave? That's
0: their chart. That's, that's long-term. So you can see they've ha- been on a downhill, yeah. downhill trend, but they're back to their pre-pandemic prices already.
2: Yeah. Yeah. They're back. And it's, it's
1: like, again, you could have written that
0: from deeper. five to 10 and doubled your money.
1: I will tell you, I know at least four people that in the past couple months have replaced their um, downstairs carpeting with with, uh, with wood floors. Uh, yeah, because like, you know, you're spending... So here's the thing. I was out of my back patio yesterday
2: and we've had this outdoor carpet for like seven years and it's basically almost gotten to the point of deteriorating. But you know me, I, I mean, I'm frugal, cheap, whatever you want to call it. Like I just... I'm going to let that stay there until it actually does like fall, literally fall apart. When we vacuum it, it starts going into the vacuum cleaner. I got to buy a new one. And I just said to my wife, I was like, we should just get another one because it's terrible. And I'm having it. I'm working out there now hours every day because we're living in our house. Like we're working and living in our homes 24 hours a day. And so I'm like, let's let's replace that. How many other millions of people said that about some item in their home, or their patio, their backyard, that they're like, if we're stuck here for the next three to nine months,
1: right? Yeah. 20 hours nice. a day, yeah. Let's
2: replace that thing we've been talking about. Well, and that's um, why
0: we've seen Wayfair and Home Depot and Lowe's and Amazon. Just, I mean, everybody's looking around and saying, what, could, what can I do? I, I just need to spend a little bit of money because I'm stuck here.
2: But, guys, that's why I did not exit out of my Home Depot and Lowe's post-earnings, right? Like, I just didn't do it because, like, I feel like there's a lot more momentum that the market is going to kind of, you know, realize over the next couple months. Uh, I don't think – listen, you might be going out to restaurants where you weren't two months ago, but you're not going back to work, and you're certainly not taking that trip to uh, Italy, okay? Okay, so – that's more time in your home. You might still go on vacation and rent a house for a week or two, but you're probably doing less vacation than you would have ordinarily done this summer. And you might be stuck in your house all fall if schools open only 50% of the time, right? So uh, that said, I, we talked about going deeper, trying to find outdoor trades that still have some juice left in them. And I think I found one and I traded it and it's already up so big since I traded it uh, this last week. Uh, Dick Sporting Goods. So Dick Sporting Goods, Um, was a little bit behind the curve in terms of its rebound. Uh, If you take that last spike off, I got it before that last spike, which is awesome. But here's the thing they're big in bricks and mortar right we know that uh they've been trying to diversify they've been trying to get their e-commerce up and going and kind of a bigger part of the company the last two years which is great by the way but they still have a pretty major brick and mortar presence and those stores have been closed for the most part for the past few months so i think if you look at that they are what we they're a brick and mortar trade which they're like the last trades to come back right the brick and mortar retail but i think of all the brick and mortar retail the one i want to be in right now is the one that's catering to our great outdoors trade which is they sell bicycles they sell um, fishing equipment they sell a lot of the stuff fitness equipment
0: r- they, the, the cool peloton stuff, alternatives a lot of
2: stuff for the outdoors right
0: yeah so question i don't really know is dick sporting goods uh good at online e-commerce and do they have the order online and pick up in store the way Home Depot does you we heard Home Depot say that their e-commerce business was up 80% but their stores that were still open they were seeing a a, a lot of people order online and pick up in store can is that something Dick's can do
1: I don't know but I think Chris is looking that up for us right now I hope he you is know I um, am. <laughs> because uh, but I when he told me that he that he invested in Dick's I was like you know what I'm going to do a drive by we're going to see what's happening at Dick's what happened there's like five yes. cars.
2: yes Dave they That's have uh, order anytime with curbside contactless pickup. Okay, um, order anytime, pick it up seven days a week. I mean, they're they're totally. Oh, look at look at this great outdoors picture. They have a a, a father and son fishing at the lake, um, right on their homepage. Uh, nice. I, I look for Father's Day, obviously. They got canoes, they got kayaks, they have bicycles um they have i mean they're perfectly positioned for a lot of this the only thing that worries me oh they have all the floaties for all like the lake house stuff this summer the only thing that worries me a little bit oh by the way like how many people are i'm on their, their home site right how many people are buying basketball uh you know rims and stuff for their backyard right now a lot right so i like it man like i really intense right all the all the backwood stuff uh, they're just, they hit a lot of different categories, and I feel like because they're a brick and mortar store, they were a little bit more delayed for Wall Street to kind of go all in on them. And I think there might be a little bit of juice left in Dick's Sporting Goods.
1: And so, and look, they sell they other... sell
0: Yeti there too, so we have, we get a double dip on that one if we if you bought <laughs> Yeti. <laughs> Yeti that's
1: awesome. They get half the profit. Yeti gets the other half.
0: What did you see, Jordan, when yeah. you did your drive by?
1: I saw, like, five cars out front. Um, just but it, it's a one. It's a one drive-by. Um, it was, like, at 4 o'clock, so maybe it was just, like, the pre-people pre, uh, pre people getting off of work. I'd kind of like to do a drive-by on Friday. I think Friday would probably be a good day to, to scope out what's going on at Dix. I I'll did buy some move. this I'll buy morning.
2: Too. I'm gonna, I'm, I'll do it. I'm slammed today, but I'll do a yeah. drive-by tomorrow, and I'll throw a photo up in the Discord channel. Uh, if we can, we start a Dix uh, a Dix. There should be a ticker one. Yeah, I'm sure
0: channel. the mods will do that right now.
2: Okay. DKS is nice. the symbol. Jordan, could you take a photo of the parking lot where you go by tomorrow? Yeah, and, and I'll, I'll, I'll compare and contrast that with
1: the target, target parking lot. It's about
2: shared you... intelligence. Well, okay, through. it's about shared ideation and yeah. research. So, like, this is not just me and Jordan doing it. Hell, let's get, like, 20 people to go out yeah. and take pictures of their local Dick Sporting Goods tomorrow, right, in, in the parking uh, lot. And let's collectively sh- keep that uh, and, and kind of share that intelligence. That's what it's all about. I
1: agree because I've it. just got one Dick Sporting Goods next to me. But if we could get 20 of them, get those pictures going, that would be great.
2: So that's,
0: that's your, the, that's your that's homework cool. assignment. Is...
1: Dave, how long have we been talking
2: about this? This is, this is the dream, right? The dream is to kind of gather yeah. a group of people – It could be a few hundred or a few thousand that think like we think. Let's get everyone on the same page. Let's share that intelligence and become better investors. Um, And now we finally have the opportunity to do it through this Discord group. And by the way, we need to discuss something about this Discord group. By the way, I am going to be speaking at a Benzinga event tomorrow. They have like a trading, um, some kind of boot camp thing tomorrow. I don't know when I'm speaking, but I'm speaking at some point. at that. It's an online thing. And I'm thinking about inviting – there's probably 4,000 people that will be watching that. I'm thinking about inviting them, some of them, to join our Discord. But after that, I'm thinking about maybe we should shut the Discord down to open invitations and only allow existing members to invite people that they think uh, would be quality. Or if someone else wants to join, maybe they got to put in an application. I don't want a bunch of Wall Street guys in this thing just kind of tapping into our shared intelligence. That's not what it's about. If we're going to contribute – only the people that are contributing should benefit from the shared intelligence on this Discord. So that's something I want people to talk about. And I want to get people's opinions in Discord. Do you agree with us? What's a good strategy long term? We're putting all the work into this. We want to benefit from it. We don't want to have 100,000 people in the Discord just messing it up for us and just stealing our ideas, right? So like, that's something that I want people to think about.
0: Absolutely. So I was I was looking for the uh, Benzinga event so we could put it on the screen. I, I don't know. Is, is anyone allowed to tune in and watch it, or is that a invite-only ticketed time? No, I,
2: so it's an open event. Uh, anybody can watch it, but uh, they charge $100 if you want to mm-hmm. ask questions. It goes all day. They have all speak, speakers. And if, if you want to ask questions throughout the day, you pay 100 bucks and you get questionability. Otherwise, anybody can do it. And uh, I, I'll text... <laughs> I will text Raznick uh, right now to get a link for that. If it's not open, um, we're talking about your event. Need a link, okay? So um, we'll get we'll get that and, and put it out there. Cool. Any more outdoor trades? Did we miss any?
0: I mean, I I was I had Home Depot, Lowe's, Walmart, Target, Amazon as a part of it because that's where you buy all of this stuff. So that's that's you know. Definitely something. So, I mean, to...
1: we, yeah, I mean, it's this information is already out there, but if I drive, if I go drive by the Target by my house right now, it is bumping 24 7. It's like a club.
2: Dude, there is, uh, you know, if, uh, there's a Google Trends chart that blew my mind, and I don't know how to play it. I don't, and this came straight from Discord. I don't know who did it. Uh, I don't. I didn't write down the name. Dave, could you pull up a Google Trends chart for fire pit? It's like obviously it's a camping – it's not a camping trade because it's like – I think people want fire pits for their backyard.
1: They do. Like, There's a um, – have you heard about – what's this? Uh, like a zero-something oven or something that goes in your backyard. backyard? Public. That's not a public. I know. It's public. like a little private uh, – but yeah, people are, people are buying a heck of a fire well, pit.
0: That's a crazy chart.
1: Right. I think the trade – because I, I, I spent some time
2: thinking about this chart – and I was like, OK, obviously, I'm not, there's no publicly traded fire pit company. I actually checked and confirmed there, there was none. But uh, perhaps, you know, where do, I think that that chart could be uh, meaningful in another way. It, it's the mentality of the consumer right now. And that's why we're doing this episode today. It's They're not just buying fire pits. They're buying all this stuff. And a lot of it is at places like... Dick Sporting Goods, maybe other, maybe Wayfair, right? Um, obviously, Amazon. By the way, let's not write off Amazon here because Amazon, believe it or not, and this is again, I want to give credit to one of our Discord members. Uh, the chart for not just for Amazon, but Amazon, what's it? Amazon. It was Amazon uh, shipping code shipping, or, shipping, or uh, tracking tracking code. Tracking, yeah, tracking yeah. Amazon tracking code. Which is a really nice subtag for Amazon, but whether you search for Amazon or Amazon uh, tracking code, uh, both of them. Okay, I, I, got, I got it. Um, I'm texting this thing to you, Dave, for Benzinga, so okay. you could put it. Uh, you could put it out there. Um, the, the link. So it, the, it's the last 14 days on Amazon has reaccelerated which surprised me. It really surprised me. And when Amazon went down 80 bucks yesterday for like an hour, I almost I almost bought into Amazon, bought more Amazon because if you think about it, I have ordered I probably upped my Amazon orders more than the last 120 days in the last two weeks as well i'm now starting to order my patio stuff like everything it's just coming in i'm getting 15 boxes a day from amazon (laughs) and the difference is it's not just whole foods it's not just like the little things it's the big things now because now that i'm in for the summer i'm really starting to like order real stuff through amazon and now they have real stuff again
1: Makes I'm telling you, all my outdoor furniture I got off of Amazon. You know, we've got the umbrella, the sunbrella umbrellas we got last year, all of our table and chairs and loungers, all that stuff came from Amazon. Um, and it's all been great.
2: Yeah, no,
1: this, totally.
0: This is the uh, link for the Benzinga event. I can't get it to uh, go on one line, but basically, you know how to type in a URL Benzinga.com slash events slash options dash boot camp. And you can see yeah, it's, it's, our very it's own Chris Camillo in the speaker event, right? list.
2: Ah, there I am. Okay, cool. <laughs> so it's it's an options event, which is pretty cool. Um, I'm sure there's a lot to learn there, other than my listen. When I go up there to speak, you you'll probably learn nothing new because it's you know I talk about it on this show. But there's there's pro, Benzinga does a good job. Jason does a great job pulling in. People from all over the place that have expertise in different areas. So I don't know, could could, could be fun. I, I like supporting them. I remember the first time I met the Benzinga team at a stock. Were you at that Stock Twits uh, Stocktoberfest like seven eight years ago in San Diego? And there's like fifty guys there with Benzinga T-shirts. I'm like, who are these Benzinga guys? <laughs> they they are the most aggressive financial media company. They're like the TMZ of of finance media. Um, I'm, anyway, um, is, we, is that their
0: unofficial it. tagline? That, that is great because it, it is, <laughs> that you should know,
2: be the Benzinga tagline, the, it's it's pretty the accurate. TMZ of finance. Um, anyway, should, should be a good, uh, event tomorrow for those of y'all, cause we don't have dumb money on Friday. So go, go, go listen to that. It's free. Awesome. Anyway, guys, man, I think we've exhausted the, the great outdoor, the trading, the great outdoors. Yes. Right? we did. Like,
0: look, I do want to get to a few questions in the comments just because, uh, I did see one that I'm interested in the answer, and my microphone seems very loud. Sorry about that, everyone. Oh, um,
2: shoot. I forgot about my biggest great outdoors trade, too. I just, I'm glad we checked the comp. You do your thing, and I'll, 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 I'll address this after.
0: Well, this is actually a question for you. Feldman, your buddy, wants to know how you're going to deal with all of the major capital gains taxes that you're going to owe this year. What preparations are you making? No state income tax helps, but he's curious about how you're planning.
2: So, yeah, we've talked about this over the last few months, Dave, and uh, I'm not ready to like formally formally announce this yet, but I'll give you a little bit of a teaser uh, because it's it's a big family decision. Um, but we are likely to start a um, uh, basically it's a, cha- a private foundation, a charitable trust. As you know, we are super passionate about pediatric causes, uh, you know, cancer, Ah, uh, all types of causes uh, that, that uh, impact children, and it's been obviously for those of y'all been watching the show since February. Th- there's no words to describe what the last four months has been like for us in terms of uh, success in the markets. It's rather insane. In fact, you know, Davy Day Trader put a tweet out there for any y'all that follow my Twitter Twitter feed. Uh, when he talked about being the goat, because I think he made like 100 grand in a day. And I, I threw up a chart. And I don't like putting this stuff out there publicly like that. I'm not trying to brag, but I was just having fun with it. I said, man, you had a good day, but you're no goat. And it, it showed like, I think I'm up 120% since February total portfolio, which is not something that, quite honestly, it would be, it's so insane to even say that. 120% in four months, three and a half months on total por- on a portfolio that that you that know, is a 30-year portfolio to build up. Uh, so it's, it's insane. And when you see the portfolio, it doesn't account for, uh, massive withdrawals that were taken out for all the private investments, obviously through the years and even the last few months. So that's what I'm doing. And when you start a charitable trust, when you start a private foundation, you can take assets that you haven't sold yet and you can put them in there and not pay any capital gains. And the only capital gains the trust pays is like one and one and a half percent, uh, on on gains every year but all that money has to be put towards charity so so a big part of what we do on dumb money i think starting next year 2021 is not investing for ourselves it's investing for others so pretty much all the gains you're going to see from this point on from me are are not about me enriching myself it's about me uh doing these things to help uh mainly pediatric causes uh, and pediatric health so that we'll talk about that more in a future episode way down the road, but since you asked me just now and Justin uh, that that that's what we're planning to do and and that it's not about me saving on tax revenue. It's that my tax hit will be a little bit less because honestly most of what is being made is going away. It's going'd rather
0: yeah, you'd rather voltage. give the money away than pay it to taxes right you and yeah let let that money do something directly uh, good for society it looks like did you delete that tweet it looks like it's it's gone but my re- i
2: don't like having yeah i like <laughs> i don't like having it out i mean i know you you then tweeted it too so it's out there but I, I i didn't want it on my personal twitter feed but i think you have something that was really funny dave basically did his chart uh since february which is pretty impressive but had the biggest dip ever, which is when he went on vacation. Dave, that is the funniest tweet I think I've ever seen in my life.
0: It was my $1 million vacation, and it it was very painful. But look, look, I was able to recover from it. So we're we're doing something right here. we got to get that off the screen. Uh (laughs) Should I delete this, too? Because I feel bad now that I've re-screenshotted something that you shared and then deleted.
2: Um. No, com- completely, completely. So uh, yes, yes way, delete it or no? Uh, no, no, you can leave it. You can leave okay. it. Up. I'm, 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 I'm totally, fi- I'm totally fine with that. Oh, Brian uh,
1: Cruz just said Chris uh, donates some of the condition that uh, Jordan's daughter has. He does. So I do a uh, bike ride every year for uh, cystic fibrosis, and every year Chris donates, and I'm very, very appreciative of that. Um. Dude, and, like,
2: hopefully the donations will get much, much bigger, uh, Jordan, in the future, especially as kind of part of this, you know, part of the whole thing that we're doing here. With, with the, it's not
1: about the size. It's the heart behind it. <laughs> oh, we love you.
2: We love both your daughters, man, and anything we can do to help. Uh, so let's talk about my biggest outdoor trade, the one I'm actually most excited about. How, how are we about to shut down the show yeah, without about. Okay. Sure, yeah. That's how disorganized my mind is right now, and it scares me. Um, okay, my favorite— and there was a, Hey,
1: and there was a really good uh, pullback yesterday that I should have jumped in on, and I, I did not. Are you talking about not. the one that I'm about to talk about? Yeah, okay.
2: yeah. Okay,
1: so uh, my number
2: one pick, my my favorite for the summer uh, is a company I've done a lot of research on the last month, uh, and it is Vista Outdoors, Okay. Vista Outdoors literally is the poo-poo platter, okay, <laughs> of outdoor trades for 2020. It really is. It's the poo-poo platter. You got everything in there, okay? These guys, they used to be Smith & Wesson, right? It used to be Smith and & Wesson. And they they sold off their arms division, meaning that they no longer sell guns, but they still sell something that is even— I think more interesting than guns, they sell ammunition. Yeah, they sell uh, ammo they sell and
0: ammunition. also archery stuff. So for all you uh, yeah, so <laughs> bow fun. hunters,
2: yeah. But listen, they, they, they're one of the biggest ammunition suppliers in the world through Federal, uh, which is that subsidiary. And that is just they—they can't manufacture enough ammunition for for the next six months. They'll be manufacturing ammunition and selling out. So that's a done deal, right? But let's move beyond that. Cause today's talking about the big outdoors, the great outdoors. These guys. Okay, bicycle helmets. We we already yes. crushed it on our bicycle trade, right? Our Canadian bicycle trade. We've over over doubled our money in that. But how about bicycle helmets? You buy a bicycle, you know, safety first in two thousand twenty. You gotta have a bicycle helmet. They own Gyro, and they own, what, Bell uh, Bicycle helmets. So they are, like, got to be one of the top bicycle helmet manufacturers out there. And they, it's are, they
0: are a poo-poo platter. I'm pulling up their, their brands page right now to see if there's a, a screen, like, a list of all of these brands. Yeah, here we go.
2: They own, and someone said in the comments here, uh, Jared Spencer, they own Camelback. Okay, Camelback are those... You know, like the the water, you know, you put water in them and stuff, and they also make bags and all
1: kinds of stuff for the outdoors. You couldn't catch me dead in one of those Camelback bags, but I
0: get it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you might, in a, you know, if you were stranded in a desert somewhere, you might be really glad you had your Camelback. The only well, time I've ever you know, seen or used one was at a big outdoor concert.
2: Back because they're probably all going to be sold out here in yeah, a few it's weeks. A good, we don't, we don't need your order. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> hey Blackburn is uh, Blackburn's doing well I' and I'm gonna try pulling it again again so, right here hey, okay, yeah, so. they, they also
0: make grills they also make uh, like all sorts of outdoor stuff it's I've never past, I never even thought about this company.
1: you scroll past Blackburn they make um, bags for um, bike packing which is a huge trend right now. Mm-hmm. so like here's the thing guys I, I, you listen I, with I talked about
2: this on discord the uh, last week. You know, you listen to their last earnings call, which is pretty recent, it was within the last four weeks, and you read that earnings transcript, and you're like, wait, they just had earnings. Why are we investing now? Like, well, their earnings call, and I've said this, I'll say it again, I think the CEO was sandbagging for the summer. In fact, I really, really, really think he was sandbagging, okay? Because there – They had issues this last quarter, obviously, with brick and mortar being completely shut down and all of this random outdoor stuff that these guys sell at Dick's Sporting Goods and Walmart and all these places like people were not able to buy a lot of that because a lot of places they sold this stuff at were closed. But now they're open, okay? Dick Sporting Goods is open. And e-commerce, they, you know, so what this has been doing is they've been rapidly trying to set up e-commerce sites for all these brands. And they technically have e-commerce sites for all the brands now, but it's a very new thing for them. They're, they're, they're very new to e-commerce, but the e-commerce is there. They are set up and a lot of the manufa- a lot of the retailers they sell through have their own e-commerce sites like Dick Sporting Goods has its own e-commerce site so i think the play on vista was less about last quarter and more about this next quarter right and so i really like Vista Outdoors as you can see from their stock chart they're almost back up to their pre-pandemic levels But this is a company that is so well suited for this summer that they should be trading, I think, twenty percent above the pre-pandemic level. So, man, do I want to own the poo-poo platter of 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 outdoors randomly? No. (laughs) Do I want to own it during the year of the great outdoors? Yes, of course I do. Right. Well, especially the quarter of the great outdoors. This is when they make hay. Yes, 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 yes. And by the way, we also have so much of their business. Like I said, is, is making bullets that going into the like the election cycle there's that risk that you know Trump might not get reelected it's going to also increase bullet sales and by the way I don't know about you guys but I was up as you saw last night at 1:32 in the morning texting y'all like these videos out of Minneapolis and LA dude like it was insane there was a guy that got murdered by a pawn shop Uh, owner. Literally, they have video of the guy on the ground. The police are trying to resuscitate him. I could not believe this footage I was watching. And as I was watching this and my wife was next to me in bed, I literally said, I'm going to buy some gun stocks tomorrow. (laughs) Right. And what I really meant was Vista uh, for their ammunition, because I think this whole thing that's happening right now uh, is going to make a lot of these people that are like gun crazy buying even more of that gun stuff. Because they're like, anytime there's instability, that again, leads to increased purchases uh, in that category. Whether you believe in it or not, it just does. So, and by the way, Vista, most of their ammunition sales goes to military and police and all that stuff, right? So I just think this is an awesome trade. I mean, there's so much cool stuff happening in this episode. It's kind of mind boggling. I hope the market doesn't get crushed for some other random reason, like Trump starting a war with China, or a second wave happening in the next couple weeks because I am so long in so many of these trades right now. Uh, I think we need to have an episode soon guys about exit strategy, right? Can we do that maybe next week? talk about exit strategy?
0: Yeah, I like that. Make a note because otherwise we'll forget.
2: I will. I'm sure people will remind us. <laughs>
0: <Whew>. <laughs> I don't have any, this are I you are any, you just worn out? <laughs> I, I, what, any other comments? Um, I mean, we have, a, we have a lot of comments. I don't know if we've already gone, what, an hour and a half almost?
1: I saw a comment a fly by hour where hour somebody comment. asked, how do we know if this is live? Yeah, I threw it, it on the screen. Comment. <laughs> that's, that's how we know. <laughs> uh, but I, 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 I do
2: want to call out, uh, this is something I meant to talk about earlier. There is a company that's similar to Vista. I don't like it as much um claris is the company kevin grass put it out there uh clar uh they own black diamond equipment and they also sell ammunition but like when i look at what they sell it just doesn't resonate with me as much as the stuff that vista sells but it is another way to make that trade and they have not come up as much uh as vista has by that you can tell from that stop chart
1: oh here's one we forgot um that I'm in at least. Um uh, BRP D Triple O. Um, they're down a little bit today. what is this? D triple O. BRP? Oh. They make uh ski do and all that Ski-Doo. stuff.
2: Oh yeah, of well, yeah, course. Cool. That, yeah. well, that, yeah, that was our uh recreational motorsports episode last yeah. week for sure, man. I, I yeah, love it. Yeah, but it's it's the same that it's the same as Polaris. Yeah. I'm I'm heavy in both of those. Do you know yeah. what I did? <laughs> this has nothing to do with this episode, but it is a comment. Uh, Alban Gotcha, Gocha, uh, Ross dressed for less. You know, so the Ross lines blew my mind this weekend. Uh, But I don't know if I want to. I I don't know if I could pull the trigger on a Ross dress. I mean, I'm going to look into it more. That's all I'm going to say. I'm going to look. I'm not saying anything positive or negative about Ross yet. It's one. Dave, I think next week, Jordan, could, could we do. We just got to do a, a, just a brick and mortar episode. Is it time? Is it time to go all in on brick and mortar? Is, is it time, I mean, time like, to buy you some TJ Maxx? Right, some TJ Maxx, <laughs> some Ross dress
1: for less, yeah.
2: like Macy's. This
0: is, is, is the Ross dress for is... us G trend. That is, I've, oh, that's, I, crazy. I, that's another one I've never seen anything quite like it. I
1: that's know.
2: I know. It's so, like I got to do the work though on these things, and yeah. I'm, and you know what. We got guys. We have like four days to do the work, right? I think Monday. Maybe we should think about doing. Is it time to go all in on brick and to invest, investors to go all in on brick and mortar, something like that? Uh, because listen, you can't be late. You got to be early. It might it might seem a little early, but isn't that the point? We got to talk about it now. We talk about this all the time. You got to have a prepared mind. Yes. If you don't have a prepared mind, you're dead.
0: Let's let's do in Monday all in on brick and mortar and then on sometime we'll do an exit strategy episode. Maybe Thursday, yeah. maybe we'll have some other brilliant idea before Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> this is this um, is fun to do. We really we really enjoy doing this and sharing our our ideas and thoughts and it's so great to have a community of of people who are thinking the same way that we are and uh, coming up with ideas and helping us source ideas. And, you know, the both, both the chat, the comments after the fact on these videos, which we will go back. If it, in fact, our Discord channel has become so crowded. Dropping a chat in the replay of the videos is another way to get our attention because we may miss um, a mention uh, on the Discord channel. And w- we may miss, if you're deep into some sub-channel, we may never see it. So... Chatting, chatting us on YouTube or, or dropping a comment on YouTube is a good way to reach us.
2: Uh, by the way, we talk about Chewies all the time. Uh, I just got a text from my wife. We're ordering Chewies for lunch today. Oh, that um, sounds good.
0: I might be doing the same. Do you want to uh, get a wait, green wait, 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 screen wait, no, and we can have we can that have that lunch thing. together? Oh, you do?
2: Yes, yes. Nice. <laughs> we should start doing that again. Just doing this over lunch like we do on the <laughs> Primary Dumb Money channel. Um and, and, and guys, like I said, we'll set up uh, the moderators or some could, Dave. Could you set up that dumb money in the news section on Discord? Yeah, I'll and set it up. We got to add all those articles. Uh, you know, we're in the news a lot right now, which is cool because we get to talk about a lot of the things that we're doing uh, in the news, and we're talking about them here first, guys. I mean, we're talking about them on our Discord first. Uh, so, like I said, it all starts here on Dumb Money. And hopefully this is, you know, the first of a lot of press that we'll get for our community and what we're doing.
0: Absolutely. Are we going to wrap it up here?
2: I think I think we have to.
0: Let me let me put the wrap up music on. Perfect. Okay, so I do need to tell you to smash the like button for the YouTube algorithm. Subscribe, hit the bell if you haven't already. Turn on all notifications so that, you know, when we're on, because we don't always know when we're going to be on, but we will be on on Monday um, podcast. 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 Listen to our podcast because if you ever miss a moment on YouTube, you can listen to the replay on our podcast. We'll have that up same day every single time as long as I can get around to it. We're on Apple Podcasts. Leave us a review there. We're on Spotify. We're on all of them. Uh, Discord server, it's still an open invite. If you're watching this video right now, you can go to slash Discord and get in now early before we lock it down. Thank you guys so much for watching. Anything else?
2: Great outdoors. I'm going to do some outdoor stuff uh, this weekend.
0: I'm going to go outdoors, too. We should have another uh, front yard uh, social distancing happy hour. We'll do that. Oh, Amen. Right. For Chris and Jordan, I'm Dave Hanson. Thank you guys so much for watching. We are Dumb Money. We'll see you on Monday.